So you'd think that I would have been bored or anxious or going through a level of formal because there weren't lights that evening. But it was very different, I'd say that. My mom was sitting right across me and I was on the other side going through a new book that I had started reading previously. Um, I had become somewhat of a bibliophile. I had been making a transition from the social media space and decided to unplug. So there I was reading my book, uh, one really, really awesome book. It's called The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. And uh, at the same time, I was also learning to develop new habits uh, through this book. And I had decided to take a small break from reading that evening. And uh, as mom had been engrossed in uh, conversing with uh, the rest of the family on social media, my phone was already dead by then. <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong, my phone, my all my devices were dead. And I decided just to stare into this flame which sat uh, right on top of the candlestick and this light that was emanating from it. And I thought that it was very interesting the way this flickering flame that was just there was giving light through an otherwise dark void. I'd say it was very interesting. It was very interesting. And interesting being the fact that our lives could have actually been comparable with this small fickle thing that apparently had so much energy and had so much influence in our lives, giving us light for us to see things which were happening around. And it really got me thinking, what is the power of the flame, of the wick, and of the wax? You are now listening to Banners and Banters with Estuna Boch, and this is a space where we talk about the little intrigues of our life's experiences and how we are able to make the most out of the situation that we are in. And if you're a new listener, thank you for joining us, and remember to click that notification button so that you never miss a beat when we launch something new. So away from this very apparent bedlam of technological chaos, the fact that I was unplugging and getting life lessons uh, in a space where my mind was unclouded and I was clear to have thoughts on my own, I found it to be very interesting that even the most minute things would actually give us life lessons. You can just imagine that. The fact that there's a candle sitting in the middle of a room and it's giving light and how it impacts our lives, how it Im impacts the fact that it gives direction. We are able to walk through darkness because of that. But what was with that candle? There was nothing special about it aside from the fact that it is made of wax and a wick and a flame which burns until it is extinguished of its own or someone basically blows it out. What made it so unique? Why was I very vested and interested in the fact that this thing was just there? So there's this Kiswahili proverb which says, Ujana Nemoshi. And if I'm to translate that crudely, it basically means youthfulness is just but passing smoke. And the same way smoke rises up into the air and is carried uh, into eternity by the wind is just the same way our lives are 
we start out as toddlers basically knowing nothing we don't have any biases we don't have any experiences and over time as we grow we develop opinions we develop friendships we develop experiences we develop all these things that define who we are as individuals and uh, we get to find an identity in this world and sometimes we might live our whole lives without having an identity and by the time we get to the point where our lives are extinguished we don't have a legacy to live rather than the fact that we existed and now we are no more you know something interesting is that before you light up a candle it doesn't really have an identity as a candle because a candle is supposed to be giving light you know and when it's still within that package it is basically a wax mold with a wick in the middle and that could be a weapon uh, that could be a stand that could be a paperweight and it could be used for any particular purpose but immediately you light it up you are basically creating an identity and that flame which burns is essentially what creates the identity for the candle it's what gives light it's what defines the role of it being a candle and the same way uh, our biases our opinions our influences and our interactions uh, help us to define who we are and the space that we take up in this world um it is very important for us to keep that flame burning. You can imagine someone whose flame has gone off, someone who's hopeless, or someone, there's no difference between someone who's hopeless and someone who's dead because there's nothing which is really giving this person character and there's nothing which is really giving this person uh, the immediate necessity to do something or to make something of themselves. So, look at it this way. Um, when you are unpackaging that, candle and putting it on the candelabra it's basically like a child who has been bathed the child has no identity the child doesn't know anything and it has to grow up in a world and to develop biases to develop opinions to develop a character to develop a destiny for that matter and by that it will be able to be an individual of influence and an individual of identity within this world and looking at the whole uh, wax uh, column that basically represents the time that this child has from the time that it's born to basically the time that it dies that is the whole timeline that it has uh, the uh, chances that God has given it uh, to make itself something uh, from the time that it uh, actually opens its eyes for the first time to the time that it uh, closes its eyes from the time that it breathes its first breath to the time that it uh, breathes its last that's basically the whole column of wax and within it is the wick the wick is now what represents the individuality of the child it basically de uh, identifies who uh, this character is within the space that it has taken up and you realize that for the wick to actually have uh, any effect within the candle, it has to soak up the time, the time representing the wax again. But even beyond that, when the time melts, it represents the presence. Uh, what is this uh, individual, what is this character doing at the present moment to make something out of itself? Is it uh, going to school? Is it working hard? Is it learning a new skill? Is it uh, training? hard and fast to be able to be uh, something uh, is this individual as it is uh, coming up uh, becoming something unique 
uh, is it learning an art is it uh, doing anything for it to have an identity and essentially that's what the presence or rather the melted part of the wax represents it represents the present living in the moment living at that particular mo- at that particular time and not having any excuses uh, to say that hey why why not do this tomorrow or why not do this the next day um you will realize that as soon as you start living in the moment that's the time that you are making the best version of yourself and this is something that sometimes i tell myself uh, that you are never better than the time that you are at that particular moment who eston was five years ago is very different from who i am right now because the whatever i'm doing in the present whatever time i'm i'm utilizing it is what is making the difference and looking at the flame you will realize the flame just as we know in chemistry once more um it is basically exothermic energy that is coming out due to the fact that oxygen is is combining with the fuel and it's making carbon dioxide and this also releases uh, the light and heat energy that you get from the candle the flame is composed of the blue part the clear part and the bright yellow part the clear part of the flame essentially is your immediate surrounding the space that you feel most comfortable the space that you feel most as yourself this might be your mind this might be your immediate uh, environment that might be your house that might be your car that is essentially where you feel the most as yourself and beyond that we have the blue part of the flame now the blue part of the flame is uh, perhaps the palest but the hottest part of this flame and this is what i'd say the circle of trust that you have the people who you actually gain the most from this might be your mentors this might be your role models this is definitely your family because you'll realize that the people who are directly interacting with you these are the people who basically define who you are they say show me your friends and i'll tell you who you are if you are if you have five friends uh, who go to the gym every single day you'll probably be the sixth one Uh, who goes to the gym if you have five friends who drink on a friday evening after work you'll probably be the sixth one who does the same thing if you have five friends who basically work hard to uh, make something for themselves and develop an identity and become people who are respectable in society you will definitely become the sixth one so this represents a circle of trust who do you confide in who do you talk to how do you uh, interact with these people and how do you develop yourself and essentially you realize that uh, the circle of trust does the most to bring people closer to you it does the most to define your identity as a person uh, it is not the people who you see on social media it is not the people who are far away and you interact with in very uh, few occasions it is basically the people who are closest to you and the people who you speak to the most they are the ones who are your circle of trust they are the one who make you burn hottest so in case you ever want to do something out of your life if you if you want to burn hottest if you want to uh, indeed inject that fuel which again is the um, molten part of the wax if you want to inject it more into yourself you need to have the right circle of trust uh, from there we now have the yellow part of the flame and this i would actually term it as uh, the circle of influence that you have because this is actually what gives forth the brightest light and this is basically what we usually notice 
uh, immediately the candle is lit and this is basically your circle of influence how many people do you influence and how do you burn you'll realize that uh, when it is a blue flame the blue flame has a lot of noise because there is a lot of abrasiveness there is uh, there's a lot of interchange and exchange that you get with uh, the people who are closest to you sometimes you might have friction but this friction is necessary so that you are able to chisel yourself and develop an identity for yourself but you realize that the yellow part of the flame this is more subtle and this is more calm because essentially you realize that, that the people who you influence rather are people who actually see you they might not know you fully but you are able to influence them and you're able to uh, make them desire to be somewhat like you or you might basically uh, make these people look at you as a source of inspiration so how do you inspire people what are these things that you do these external things that you do that inspire people and uh while it might be something that has to do more of giving and like uh, the blue part of the flame, uh, you should also be very cognizant of the fact that anything that you do within this least capacity uh, that you have as an individual really goes a long way to define the society at large. So next time when you are walking by the office or you're walking in the street, uh, pay close, close attention to the people who are looking at you. You'll def you'll realize that even by the stature that you take, by the poise that you have, someone might actually be inspired to be like you or you might actually repel someone by how you actually carry yourself. So everyone, you might not be a YouTube or a TikTok or a, an Instagram influencer, but you are an influencer in your own right. You basically help define the cultures and the norms of the society. And you know, there would be cases where people would do comparisons of candles and matchsticks and someone would say, yo, Eston, but when you look at a matchstick, it also would act as a candle if we are talking about the flame only. But that's not the case. Uh, think about it this way. Um, when a candle is lit, a candle is lit uh, with an external agent. That would be another candle. It might be a matchstick. It might be something else. But when a matchstick itself is lit, a matchstick gets its energy from friction. Basically, uh, there is the very uh, sudden and very rough interaction with its environment for it to be able to light up and have that very explosive and very reactive uh, agent of heat coming out and matchsticks don't have fuel it only has the wood which basically is more or less like the wick and because it does not have that constant fuel being sucked up in the agency of uh, the wax you realize that it goes off very quickly uh, it might take a couple of seconds then it goes off and basically lays out like that and some people uh, choose to be matchsticks in this world um people would put themselves uh in places where they're looking for clout they are trying to create an abrasive nature which basically creates a very short but very visible impact in people's lives then immediately they become forgettable oh and don't get me wrong understand this while we are supposed to burn brightest when we are living in the moment let's not forget uh the future I think that is the biggest uh, problem with our generation. We have this YOLO kind of mentality and we're like, uh, live now, uh, die later, uh, speak now or forever, hold your peace. And we basically take this mindset 
to everything that we do. But I think it is very important for us to understand that when we are planning to do anything, when we are planning to uh, see through the rest of our lives for that matter, it is very important that we look at the present and we look at where we'd want to be five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 80 years from now. Developing a bird's eye view and looking at the greater scheme of things we might be the most minute cog, but we're still a cog in the greater machinery. And if we're not there, the whole machinery fails. It is very important for us to basically be cognizant of the fact that the lives that we're living, it is not only for the moment, but we should basically do everything that we are doing now for the sake of the future that we are planning to have. And as I finish, remember to choose to be a candle and not a matchstick. Light up your world in your own unique ways and remember to always put a smile in someone's face. Thank you for listening and hope to see you on the next one.